The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Ian Stewart. A Richmond judge will decide today whether there's enough evidence to move ahead with a trial in the case of two men who Richmond police say were plotting a mass shooting on July 4th. However, the men are charged with possession of firearms as non-citizens, not with plotting a mass shooting. During a July 6 press conference, Police Chief Gerald Smith credited a, quote, hero citizen with the tip that led investigators to a home where they recovered weapons and ammunition. Since then, police have given conflicting information about the details of the case, raising questions about the evidence against the men. A Charlottesville City employee who attended the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol will remain on the payroll. Whitney Evans has more details. City of Charlottesville officials say the employee has been interviewed three times by the FBI over the past year and a half and has not been charged with any action related to his presence at the Capitol. During a city council meeting this week, interim city manager Michael Rogers said he's spoken with the employee and that they've provided a letter of apology to the city. He is very uh, sorrowful of uh, his activities. He's experienced a great deal of personal loss. And considering the totality of circumstances, including that it's been a year and a half without any action, I conclude that no further action or review is warranted in this case. This past June, Charlottesville's former police chief Rochelle Brackney tweeted that her assistant chief at the time determined the employee's participation was not a crime but a personal matter. However, Brackney added that she determined otherwise and notified the FBI. Brackney is currently suing the city for wrongful termination. Whitney Evans, VPM News. A special prosecutor has determined that the Windsor police officer involved in a controversial 2020 traffic stop should not face any criminal charges. However, the same prosecutor also recommended that he should be investigated for federal civil rights violations. During the stop in question, the officer pepper sprayed and threatened a black army lieutenant before knocking him to the ground after he left his vehicle. According to the Virginian pilot, the prosecutor's decision was made following a lengthy review of the Virginia State Police investigative report and video of the incident. Virginia environmentalists had a mixed reaction to last week's announcement that U.S. Senate Democrats had reached an agreement on climate legislation. Patrick Larson reports that concerns over the Mountain Valley pipeline have complicated matters. Grace Tuttle works with activists across Appalachia with the Protect Our Water Heritage Rights Coalition. She says some of the climate measures in the Federal Inflation Reduction Act are essential, like flood mitigation funds. You know, there's things that are desperately needed for communities in Appalachia and across the country that are hurting. 
but Tuttle is critical of parts of the agreement which could enable completion of the long-delayed Mountain Valley Pipeline in West Virginia and Virginia. And it's just going to condemn us to more devastation and more floods and more climate emergencies. Tuttle was at the White House Tuesday calling for a climate emergency declaration and a halt to new fossil fuel projects. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin and Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin are both supportive of the natural gas pipeline's completion. Patrick Larson, VPM News. Democratic Senator Tim Kaine is co-sponsoring a new bill to protect abortion rights, working with Republicans Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski. According to the senator's office, the Reproductive Freedom for All Act is intended to enshrine a woman's right to make personal health care decisions. This comes after the Supreme Court's decision this June that overturned Roe v. Wade, opening the way to new restrictions on abortion. In a statement, Kane cited a recent Pew Research poll that showed more than 60 percent of Americans support abortion in most cases. Veterans exposed to poisons from burn pits could receive expanded access to medical care if a bill passes Congress. Senator Kane spoke about the issue with reporters Tuesday. Material garbage, often including electronic components, were burnt in burn pits, primarily in Iraq and Afghanistan. It turns out we now know that's not the way to dispose of these materials, and the burning of these materials caused toxins that have caused serious health uh, challenges for many of our veterans. Officials with the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs say they believe burn pits can cause a variety of respiratory illnesses, including cancer. The bill would lock in funding for health care to treat exposed veterans. Right now, it's moving through the U.S. Senate. Some of these stories were produced with assistance from the Public Media Journalists Association Editor Corps, funded by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.